Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. It's okay. Hi, I'm Dan Small, host of Outdoor Wisconsin, and I listen to Where to Hunt. Man, it's okay. I'm Kurt Geyer with Working Class Bowhunter. I listen to Where to Hunt podcast, and it's decent. It's all right. Hey, this is Bud Fisher with Catching Deers, and I think the Where to Hunt podcast is... All right. Here we sit in awkward silence. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Where to Hunt podcast, the podcast that connects public land hunting enthusiasts, a.k.a. the OKS podcast in the Midwest. I'm your host, Eric, and we got Greg here. And we're in the studio, and we're just putzing around here. Yeah, Greg's here. Greg's here. We're doing a new time slot for those that are getting this in podcast land. You can now tune in live uh, via Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Although today it was 6.08 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah, so who knows if this is going to help or hurt us. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Probably hurt us. But uh, I think we have a couple ad call-outs. And as I mentioned, we're coming at you from the OKest uh, Hunter podcast studio. So be sure to head on over to OKSHunter.com. Use code W2HPODCAST for 10% off. So there's that. Okay, so Hunter had a good first six months of uh, of business from June to uh, the end of the year. That's good. So hopefully there's some bigger things coming for 2021. That means we'll see that brand stick around a little longer yet. That's right. That's right. Uh, big shout out to Spartan Forge, our friend Bill over there, running an uh, incredible outfit. It's got a strong team. Uh, they're growing quickly. And if you haven't heard of them, you can check out SpartanForge.ai. And you can enter in code W2H for 20% off. And what it is is a artificial intelligence slash data modeling machine learning system that's using millions of data points from collared deer across the nation and around, uh, I think, Canada too. So I can't say global, but certainly the the content, well, what was that? North America. North America, Canada, eh? There we go. Yeah. Uh, so check those guys out. It helps you with deer predictability in terms of like when they're going to be on hoof and how they're going to navigate certain terrain and they're adding features I think like every day. So um, maybe you're not seeing all those, but it's the, the machine is getting smarter and smarter. So that all being said, who else we got here? Fleet Farm. We like Fleet Farm. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Stop there and get pet food weekly. Mm-hmm. Everything going on, I might go buy some more guns. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're not going to dip into that whole shit no, no, show no, no, topic, no. but I'm no, just no, no, saying. No. They're right there. It's like, yeah, that's. You oh. can't feed them. <laughs> like, there's no ammo on the shelf. Oh, my it's God. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Just uh, welcome to 2021, boys and girls. Um, but no, Flea Farm, you can enter in code. Where's my code in front of my face? W2H10 for 10% off. You can do that online, not in store, but you can get your stuff shipped to your house. That's right. I said shipped, not, you know, the other word. And uh, or you can do import, in-store pickup. So there's that. You haven't had enough drop time spirits no. to screw that this up is, yet. I've had one drink of it. So uh, cheers to drop time spirits. Deer camp in a bottle. A good partner of ours. They, uh. 
Don't let us go thirsty in the podcast studio here. No, not tonight anyway. <laughs> or any other night. And Backwoods Grind. Backwoodsgrind.com. W2H podcast for 10% off. Got a couple bags right here. Hear that? I won't play the ad because I'm too lazy to push the button right now. Oh, God, that smells good. Did you, did you get a whiff of that? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask that bag. Fart Shake that something. bag right by your nose. <laughs> You think I don't that? want a bag shook by my nose. That smells so good. What's wrong with you? Walked Get the thing out there. of my face. Oh, that's like <laughs> coffee. That'll keep you awake it right does there. does smell good. Just the smell. Woo! Your bag smelled wonderful. So we got. Hey, we got some guests with us tonight. We're going to bring in our buddies, uh, Kyle and Ryan from Deers and Beers out of uh, Michigan. What's up, fellas? You on the line? Can you hear me okay? We are here. We're on the line. There they are. We are here and we are... Not the Q word. <laughs> what do you what? guys? What do you guys drink? <laughs> right over, over their head, dude. I know. Right over their head because they're sitting on each other's lap over that there. Was, that was that yeah. one right over. Surprisingly, uh, <laughs> no freaking beer. I don't know what we're thinking. We got a bottle of Jack though, so we're just kind of sipping on that. Ooh, that's okay. Good. New year, new us. <laughs> new year, new us. <laughs> Deers and spirits. <laughs> yeah, right. Our mascot yeah, Snapchat. Go. It's a ghost. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having us on, guys. We appreciate it. Looking to have some fun tonight and bullshit a little bit. That's what we're here for, man. We're here for fun and bullshit, deer hunting. Thanks for having and... us on, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah. This is uh, I just turned on the, the live right. feed, so I got a little feedback there. That's what that was. What's up, Bill? Bill saying what's up in the comments. If you guys want to see what's going on in the comments, you can jump over to the to that if you if you wanted to. To the Instagram? Uh, Facebook. Facebook's like where it's at when we do this stuff. Um you know, we're going to change some of that up soon here, but that's the that's the main place for the live broadcast anyways. All right, I'll try and pull that up real quick. Sweet. So uh, tell everybody, I don't know, you guys have an Instagram account. It's well-loved. Uh, there's a lot of drunk people on it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to stereotype oh, deer hunters, right? <laughs> we love it, though. Yeah, so, yeah so I, I guess it just kind of started. Um, I think it was last, yeah, what summer of 2019. Yeah, I kind of had a little golf page. I like to golf, and I kind of had a little parody golf page going. I never really got off the ground, so I said, "All right, well, Kyle, let's do something together." You know, what do we both really like to do? And we're like, "Well, we both like to hunt, and we both like to drink." So I was like, "Well, how about deers and beers?" And it just kind of stuck and. We went with it and uh, just kind of had some fun with it. And I kind of like over the summer, we kind of started to get our identity a little bit. And, um, you know, I mean, we're not out there shooting huge bucks, chasing huge bucks. We just like to hunt. I could sit in the woods every day with just a camera and just enjoy Mother Nature. And Kyle's the same way, too. And um, we love deer camp. So that's kind of where the whole beer aspect came into play. And if we can infuse them together, I think we could have a pretty fun page that people would get some laughs out of. That's pretty much what it's all about. Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoy the page. And uh, whenever we talk back and forth through through Messenger or Instagram, it's it's always always pretty fun. Definitely. Well, the fact that you guys have, like, a good duality going on, like, so first of all, what part of Michigan are you guys from? So I grew up in the Detroit area. Kyle grew up. I'm from West uh, West Michigan, yeah. Grand Rapids area, but I uh, went to college in Detroit and then moved here after that. 
So now we're pretty close to each other, about 15 minutes, whereas we grew up about two and a half hours apart. And we're cousins, and we hunt our family's property. So that's kind of where we, we hang out most of the time is up north, which is more like mid to the upper Michigan area. Big Rapids, if you look it up on a map, that's where it is. Sure. <laughs> so you guys, like, actually get along because your family and you hunt the same property and you grew up together? <laughs> uh, sometimes we get along, sometimes not. <laughs> so you guys, like... We always get along. <laughs> so it's I, not like I, I have to ask, how long have you guys known each other? Yeah, your whole lives, basically? Yeah, yeah, we've known each other since we were kids. Yeah, we're brothers. So who's the who's the deer? Oh shit! Sorry, I mean this is me interrupting. Who's the deer and who's the beer in the in the duality over there? I think I know. I'm claiming the beer, Kyle. Kyle, I'm claiming the beer, and Ryan can have deer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little bit older. I've got a little bit more experience. I'll I'll take that over. (laughs) I was looking forward to this season more than any season, or even last season. Kyle played football his whole life. So even, you know, college football too. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he's pretty much not available for the last eight years between high school and college. And so he's out of that and able to hunt with me more. And, you know, it's just, it's fun when you have somebody to hunt with, let alone somebody you're close with that you can call not just a friend, but a relative. It's pretty special. So I had a lot of fun this year hanging out with him up North. That's for sure. That's Very so nice of you. Thank you. That's so nice of you. It's hard to imagine Fabio in football pads and a helmet. Yeah, with that handlebar mustache, too. Are you going to go into the NFL, or is just your mustache going to go? Yeah, Clay Matthews. <laughs> My mustache made I it, but I didn't get it. Probably. <laughs> Tell them who your favorite team is, by the way. Green Bay, go Pack yeah, Go. Buddy. Really? And, and they let you get away with that over there in Michigan? Look, I, I what are we my... gonna say? We're the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> you got Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, sure. Good. I sported I, I sported the uh, long hair during college football, and then I cut it or cut it. I cut it my senior year and sported the the bushy mustache. There you so go. I have a few looks, and now I'm just combining the two. <laughs> yeah. You're going for the Viking look, and the ladies won't leave them alone. <laughs> the Viking look, yeah. It's like a time machine, man. It's like going back to 1980. You're probably getting a bunch of cougars. <laughs> well, you'd be to... you'd be surprised. We're gonna get in the hell. All your mom's single friends. <laughs> yeah, <Gross. laughs> She's actually she's actually in the comments right now. Be careful what we uh-oh, say. Uh-oh. Sorry, I just mom. noticed that. Oh. And by the way, someone just said Kyle can't drink beer good. That must be the truth because it's on the internet. Wow. Ooh. That's crazy. Shots fired. Shots fired. That's a fellow uh, Wisconsin guy right there for sure. Is <laughs> that Zeb? Charlie Younger. I don't know. Do you guys know Charlie? Because I don't. That was my roommate in college. So he knows. <laughs> so, he knows. so he's got some dirt on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got, he's got some dirt. Chug, he's from chug, Wisconsin. Chug. Yeah, yeah, not he a talks his shit. <laughs> yeah, pulling a follower from all over the place. <laughs> That's how awesome. many how many folks are you guys uh, have following that that Instagram page of yours? What are we at? Like about two thousand, maybe low two thousand. I think two thousand. I think we hit two thousand one hundred, maybe twenty one hundred, maybe two thousand drunk people on Instagram. It'll keep yeah. growing. <laughs> It'll keep growing. No, I, I, what I what I like yeah. about what you guys do is you know you are pretty like 
true to how we carry ourselves. You know, we, we think of ourselves as being humble. We try really hard. You know, we're pretty like, I don't see any big bucks on the walls here. You know, like we we're, we work, both of us have day jobs. We work hard every day. We put the time that we have, uh, I'm raising a family. Like we don't have, you know, a whole bunch of PTO to be out there getting it done. So when we do, we try real hard and sometimes we don't get what we want. You know, it's just how it works. And I think that's pretty relatable. And you guys have that relatability going for you too. And then you throw in the beers part and you're like a where to hunt mix with an okay as hunter. You guys are like the best of both worlds, man. And then some, it's pretty cool. I think that kind of, yeah, that kind of helps us get by. Cause you know, hunting season is relatively short, you know, throughout the year, you know, you probably get like a solid month of good deer hunting, you know, with the rut mixed in and, and stuff like that. And a little bit of gun season. So like, what else are we going to fill our time with? You know, you got all the summertime, hanging out on the boat, having beers, stuff like that. And I love making memes, mostly just about <laughs> my life. <laughs> I live vicariously through my memes. <laughs> That's pretty great. You guys have some good ones. That one that you put on at the beginning of the season, like it was a, a bus and a train and the train was hunting season. The bus was like relationships. <laughs> I was like, honestly, yeah. internet gold right there. I mean, I tried to put out memes for okay as Hunter and you guys freaking, I was like, damn it, that was a good one. <laughs> Me, yeah memes are tough it's like you put one out you think it's gonna like break the internet and it gets like a couple hundred likes and then and then you put out just the most generic meme that is just not even that funny it's like two thousand likes it's like where the hell did that come from well maybe the the general but, one is more relatable like people don't have to even think about it they look at that, it and go oh yep i've seen that before i've had that happen definitely exactly that's, that's that's what Kyle brought up. He goes, you got to think about who's making these. Like not everybody has kids. Not everybody does this. Not everybody does that. But what everybody can relate to is like missing a big buck or having to work on opening day, stuff like that. Oh shit. Then they're done that. Yeah. 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 We've done that too. We put out memes and like, we think it's the funniest thing in the world and nothing happens. Like what the frick? You're like, come on, that was good. <laughs> yeah. And then I put one out just to like get something done. Like, well, this is dumb. And then everyone loves it. I'm like, huh? You know, so whatever you think, you know, you yeah. don't. It's like the that's what Gary Vanderchuk always says: the market is the market is the market. You know, you know it's like how it goes. Yeah, yep. That's cool. I you, love the video memes that uh, you guys put out there. It's I be- laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are harder. I got to consume a lot of content to trip on, and it's all tripping. I just trip on shit like, oh, this will work. And sometimes it's a reach. I'm like, ah, I can I can make something out of this, and I'm like, no, yeah, whatever. Yep. Hey, I, I see. I think the the video type memes are the funniest, but those for some reason are the the ones that get the least attention. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get views on videos for some reason. Yeah, the pictures do good. You're right. Yeah, I think it's just the fact that somebody's actually got to stop and look some look at something for a little while, and then when they want to keep scrolling to see what somebody else is up to. So, yeah. Well, if you got kids, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, honey, watch this video. And then you can't because, like, your kids are like, dad, 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 mom, mom, mom. You're like, okay, you know what? We're not going to watch the video right now. But if you're like, hey, look at this picture. Okay, well, we're done. We're good. We saw the picture. We laughed. Yep. Speaking of videos, YouTube is another beast to crack. Like, I, I've been taping my hunts, I don't know, since I, in my teens, 20s. and I know because you I'm said taping. So. Yeah. Kyle doesn't know what that means. I I always have a camera with me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I always have a camera with me in the woods. I put like kill shots and stuff on YouTube. And I put one up the other day and it has like one view. And I was like, 
oh, at least one person liked it. I'm like, shit, that was probably me just making sure it went up on, <laughs> on YouTube. And it's just like, it's, it's tough to break the surface on YouTube. I mean, whoever can do it, like props to you. That's pretty freaking impressive. Well, I, I think it's how you, how you go about it too. I mean, if you're you're putting some production value into it, and that's what everybody seems to want to see. Right. You know, it, it's cool to see a kill shot, and then you can kind of have like a, a grip and grin and a, a conversation about it afterwards. Yeah. But if you can put together maybe a story in front of it, you know, and this is a lot of B roll messing around, and it's a lot of effort. And yeah, I I thought about doing it too. You know, and I've I've messed around with it and I played around with it for about half of this season and it got to the point where like you know what it doesn't I don't think it's going to matter much because I'm probably not going to put it out on YouTube and nobody gives a crap so I'm just gonna put the camera gear away (laughs) and I did I put the camera gear away and I I ended up shooting a doe opening day and I put a you know I I couldn't even fit it on the tree (laughs) opening day The, the camera arm and the camera the tree was too big barely fit my my stand yeah. stand and stick straps around it and uh you know it carried it with me after that and set it all up and made all the noise getting it in there and and made sure everything worked and yeah. and shot some b-roll birds and other things and then went from there to you know what I just want to kill a deer I don't give a crap about this silly camera so all of it went yeah, right in the, right. you know, it went back on the shelf. It's sitting in my basement, and I haven't even touched it. I think I looked at it the other day when I walked past it, and I wonder if I should break that out in the cold weather because I'm still grinding away. And uh, Do uh, it. Yeah, well, okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it's tough. I've never tried bow hunting with a camera. Sure. I mean, it's it's too intimate enough to, to try to get it to the you – know, get a deer in close enough on camera and make a shot and you'll be at full draw I just feel like and in the back of my mind i'm like is this on camera and i won't make my best shot i usually just have it for gun season i feel like the only way to use a camera for bow season is with like a gopro attached to your bow or yeah. if you have it up in the tree like just watching the whole time there's you turn yours on in and out during gun season so that style wouldn't work yeah, I feel like the thing with the GoPro is it's such a wide angle. It's 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 hard to get the detail yeah. of the shot and exactly. in the deer. I mean, ever to each his own. Whatever. I mean, if you can do it either way, good for you. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I but mean, Greg, bust that camera out before right. you quit this year. You got to right. do it. All right, all right. Just for you, I will do it. Not <laughs> guaranteeing anything, mm-hmm. but I will do it. <laughs> One time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's um, boys. the the guys over. <laughs> The guys over at uh, Go Wild, which is like a, a outdoor social media kind of commerce site or app or whatever, they they were talking about YouTube stuff, and they're like, "Dude, the thumbnail is like that's it. You got to have a really good thumbnail. You can't mislead people." And they said once they figured that out, it was like the analytics shot through the roof. They couldn't believe it. Wow! So that was kind of interesting. There is a secret. I don't know. That's probably not like. The end all be all, but that's a pretty big piece of it from the sounds. But obviously, you have to have good actual actual content too. You can't just put trash out there. I mean, you could, but then you know, no one will watch it. Yeah, we got pretty good friends yeah. that that film, and I mean, they've given me some tips too, as far as what I should be shooting, and you know, film it all basically is what they said, and then cut it up later. Uh, it's exactly it is, yeah. it's a ton of work, and you got to really have a passion for it, which. 
I do and I don't. I love taking pictures because pictures are simple. You can snap a picture and it's all done. And then you can pack it away and then, oh, I hear a deer coming. I'm ready to shoot. Not remembering, hey, I got to press record. Is this stupid thing in focus? (laughs) Is it far enough away so when I draw, I don't whack it with my bow, with the limb of my bow or whatever. So, yeah, there's a lot to it. It's practice. Yeah. If you, if, and this is probably a really bad example, to, but if you look at you know the hunting public, there's zero like intro editing. It's just them, and that's that's their specialty. It's them, but you know, I mean, they just cut right into the scene. They put a date and a time on there, and they're off. And they're wildly successful with very little editing, intros, music, you know, flash and flare. Sure. But th- I mean, obviously they kill monster bucks. So that's, <laughs> and then they're funny, they're relatable, they're down to earth guys. So they have the whole package and that's why they dominate it. Right. And that's their job. That's, that's what they do. We're the four of us, we have to go to a regular job and, and work and then hunting's a hobby for us. And it's like, you know, exactly. we're compassionate yeah. about that hobby, but for them guys, that's their paycheck. That's their livelihood. That's what they do. So there's kind of almost no excuse. Yeah, it's like kind of saying the guy in the NFL better catch a damn ball. That's his career. Yeah. You know, am I going to catch a ball? No, man. <laughs> I right. play like, exactly. you know, at recess. It's, it's not the same. Yeah, he's always eating popcorn yeah. with extra butter on it. <laughs> I shouldn't have that popcorn. Heart <laughs> <laughs> attack. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's, you know, back yeah back to like the whole followers thing. I, I don't even follow the big pages on Instagram, or we don't. I say we. I, I just it's not relatable to me. It means nothing. You know, you go to Missouri, Kansas, whatever you name it, bow season, gun season, just monster bucks, seeing 50 deer a day. I'm lucky if I see like a two and a half year old buck during hunting season with my own eyes, you know, at 200 yards away. That's like, Oh hell yeah. That's a nice one. I'm going to tell all my friends about that one. You know, it's just like, you know, if you're an average guy, I'm going to follow you because that's relatable and that's fun to me. Sure. Well, that's good. And that's us. why I, I kind of, before we ended, I want to talk to Eric about his his beautiful buck he shot. Man, that was awesome. I was pumped for you, dude. That was sweet. Thank you. It was pretty exciting to get that text message. I'm in the middle of work and I get a text message. I'm like, I'm on a phone call with the guy. I'm like, I'm listening to him. I don't even hear half the conversation. I look at the picture. I'm like, where the hell did he get that? That son of a bitch went without me. <laughs> what the? Oh, and we had a, a conversation. What's that? A little FOMO. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. We were missing out. Yeah, I, I was, I was missing out because I had sat with him and and like <laughs> took the camera with and we got some video footage on one spot, actually two spots. I sat with you two times and would just with the camera. I didn't bring my bow. We did see deer. We went with Anthony Heller. Yeah. I know we, it's not like we got we, skunk completely, but no. And nothing, nothing the other one shot. we got, we we attracted all the bird hunters. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, you should release some of that footage on your YouTube, Greg. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube that I don't have. There you go. Right. <laughs> leak it. <laughs> yeah, we'll leak it because Greg's muttering some some like nasty words under his breath about bird hunters. You freaking wily Kylie son of a bitch. Where's your place orange? Hey, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have. Hey, you there? I didn't. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Where's your fucking blaze orange? You're gonna you're gonna get shot. Oh my god! No joke. One of the finer moments I've got to witness. We, I, I don't know. We, we had three guys walk up right on us, and I just whistled, and they're like, they they were polite, and they I didn't was know cool. where we were. They, they had no us. clue. They, they had no clue where we were exactly, and I whistled. They stopped. Their dog stopped and went. Oh, it sounds like a guy with treats in his pocket. 
So the dog like beelined it for the tree. They hollered for the dog. The dog was like, eh, I don't know if I want to come back by you because I think they got treats. And then they whistled again. Then they called the dog's name. And then the dog stopped and did an about face and went back. And one of the guys was like still walking towards us. And it was like a dad and his two boys. And he, and he said, hey, you know, he called the kid by his name. He's like, no, don't go over there. Come over here. So the kid was like, oh, okay. And then they beelined it out, and they went around us, and I just hollered real lightly. Because we were pretty well screwed at that point. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and they're like, no problem. Game on. Yeah, game on. All right. So did you get down? or No, we, we stuck it out because the spot, I, I had some confidence in that. Yeah, I missed it, that. Other, was, I missed that big buck that day. Yeah, the day before. The day, no, no. You were with me when I thought. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I sent you over there, and yeah. I went to another spot. So then, the second time you came. With yep, me. yep. So I don't know. Fast forward another hour, dude comes out with a dog. He's wandering around in this CRP field, which the stuff is probably seven, eight feet tall. You can. It's it's way over his head. And you can just see him wandering around. I'm like, that dude's not wearing blaze orange. And Eric kind of looks. He goes, is that a guy? I'm like, it's a guy. See the dog running in front of him? Oh, yeah. So the guy works around. And then two kids, two younger kids, blaze orange vests, doing what they're supposed to do. They come up right behind him. And from our point of view, it looked like they were pointing right at him. They could have shot his head off, and they wouldn't have had any clue he was there. So, yeah, real smart guy. So... They come up, some geese fly over. These guys jump up and start shooting at the geese. The guy turns around and realizes they're there and, like, beelines it to the to the east. Goes over and walks to the edge of the grass field, and he's walking around, and he's heading right for us. I'm like, watch this. He had a lab. I think he fed a potato chips on his couch, and he might have had a little high life with it, too. I don't know. <laughs> it was a pretty hefty dog. It came wandering up right to the tree, like, base of the tree, and, like, looked up at us and was, like, ready to tee off and start barking. And the guy the guy just kept walking, and I'm like, hey! And he stops. And he turned white as a ghost and just about shit himself. I'm like, you know, you almost got shot back there? Well, what do you mean? I'm like, where's your blaze orange? Well, you don't technically have to wear I said, for safety's sake, so you don't get your damn fool head shot off. Maybe you should have your orange on. Yeah. It's probably a good thing I didn't hit the record button on the yeah, camera. Because right. I had some things to say I to should, him. I should have. <laughs> and Eric's like, that would Eric's, be for good TV, though, Greg. You throw down in the tree stand. That'd be cool. Well, <laughs> Don't make me climb out of Dude, here. Dude, I was at the top rope, man. I was like, you were mm-hmm. up there. That's I was 20 high. feet up. Yeah, I like, Greg just jumped over. Just jumped oh, kamikaze. <laughs> so... Parkour. So he, he's like, well, you know, technically you can't, I don't know how you can shoot a bird anyway with not wearing orange. I'm like, you dipshit. It's for a safety factor here. If you don't want to get your full head shot off, maybe you should be wearing blaze orange. And then if you don't want to be mistaken as a deer, luckily we're not that big of idiot hunters that we can see you and know yeah. what you are. You know, if you were in a thicker spot, some somebody could have shot your ass. Yep. Yep. I was just a little frustrated with it. And I got tired of seeing bird hunters, so that might have added to it a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, that that would be frustrating. <laughs> screw it, we're the done. Few times we go out to public, it's usually after gun season, later, a little bit later in the season, kind of walk around midday, and I've never seen anybody out there. That's um, the time to go. We normally hunt private 
four, you know, it's a 40 acre, decent amount of property, but you know, you can still get, it can feel really small when all of a sudden the neighbors are all hunting the property lines and yeah, yeah. kind of, it can they start watching the lines at 9am and you're like, all right, well, tell about this idiot with the grunt call. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, my God. Okay. So I'm kind of hunting, uh, maybe 25, 30 yards from the line. And I can tell he's on the line a little bit, maybe like 50 yards from me in front of me. And this guy does like 20 grunt calls <laughs> in a row. Yeah. Like, were they making like a video of how to use a grunt call? Like, <laughs> Dude. And you I know, I thought about going over there and teaching him how to use it. <laughs> I go like, burr, burr, and he just goes like, the shit you see on tv that works this guy's doing it uh, <laughs> nope not gonna happen i'm like and and he knows that i'm there too because i gave a couple back just just out of spite did you just go <laughs> <"Fuck> you. <laughs> this guy was there every time i went to this spot during the season and i was just getting pissed so i stopped going there it was a good spot yeah and and i saw a few you but you you called the, you called one in, on a run call this year. I did. That was, yeah, that was exciting. I thought you were going to smoke them, man. Come oh, on, let's go. That's the one that you guys were like, oh, come on, you never passed. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you guys uh, DM'd us. Yeah. Like, no. Dude, that's funny. That's like, <laughs> what, did, was, what did we say uh, last week on the show? Give him the snort wheeze. Yeah, yeah give him the snort wheeze. <laughs> Scare him away. That was the one I called in. I called in uh he was probably he was probably near that that stand that the the grunter sits. So in. it does work. He's grunting. No, <laughs> he wasn't there that day. Okay. Though. He wasn't there. So I gave a couple grunts, and he came in towards me. Maybe uh, I don't know, like forty five seconds later. Right under you, pretty much. Yeah, he came pretty close. Probably within about ten yards. But he was a four four by two. And I think uh, Kyle's a trophy hunter. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> no, that's not what it is. It wasn't legal. Are you talking about your yeah, mustache again, Kyle? Is it four by two? Oh, well, four on one side, technically. Yeah, you know what? Four on one side. Yeah, we'll go. It's it's so because like I saw that buck. I could have shot him probably two times before that, or maybe one before and one after Kyle. I mean, when they're on the property and they're looking for does, they stick around. And you know, it's like, well, why can't that be a big ass eight pointer or something? You know, I guess that's probably why they get to be eight pointers and you know, two, three, four years old because they're not stupid like that one. But when you guys tagged out right away, didn't you? All... What was that? You guys tagged out like immediately uh, on like opening day, and you're in Michigan, right, or something like that? Yeah, so we we got access to this farmland. It's about two thousand acres. Our grandpa met the farmer at the bowling alley. Go figure. <laughs> and I've been able to get out there probably the last ten years. And it's just do whatever you want. They hunt, but they've hunted so much in their life they don't care anymore. So they just give us free range out there, and it's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's still hunting. It's not easy, but there's a lot of deer and it's a lot of property. You know, five hundred yard shot if you wanted it. Um, bucks. So we went out there for early rifle. We each got a doe. Um, and then I went back pretty much the last sit of the year for me and got one a couple of weeks ago. So I was able to punch two tags and, and Kyle, I got that. I got one, the, that during doe season, early doe season, and then nothing the rest of the time. I, 
but I chickened out. My last sit, I decided not to go. And then Ryan <laughs> went two days later and got one. I was pissed. <laughs> Are you too hungover? I was just, you know what? No. No. Yes. Wasn't there, wasn't there like a photo or a video of Kyle just completely trashed? Was that for real? That, that was, was that the a night skit? before, no that was the, night before <laughs> the early season hunt. Good luck. Then that was the night before we both shot two doe. Mm-hmm. Hung over in the and stand, feeling like crap. Birthday, that day that we shot two. It was yeah, my it birthday. It was a birthday. So it, okay. it was a good day. Was, there's an excuse there. A good and one. we got them both. Yep, we got them both on film. I got mine self-filming in the morning. And then later that night, as Kyle's climbing up into his stand, I'm with him. Um, he climbs up into a tripod stand like, shit, Kyle, there's three deer out in the field. But he sneaks up at this farm field, sneaks up into the tower blind, the tripod, and two of them hop off in the woods, and Kyle gives y'all, meh, from 200 yards. She stops and <laughs> punches the pin and, and just drops her. And I got it on tape. I'm like, holy shit. I was like, wow, a 30-second hunt. That is awesome. Record Let's go. Time. Record time. That's right. <laughs> and then it just went dark for the rest of the fun. season after that. Literally, yeah, we didn't see. Well, we saw saw deer, but nothing that was the opening day gun season. I don't know if the weather was like that for you guys, but it was super windy and it was really warm. And then the temperatures dropped. I'm like, okay. And then the wind picked up even more and and rain and rain. It was brutal the first couple days in in mid November in Michigan. Okay, we saw a couple deer. We shot some bucks, but not quite. You know what we were looking for. So our season started like four days later, four or five days later. Gun or bow? Gone. Because you you got a doe first day of bow season. Yeah, and then you have, a, and then you got a couple other does too. Though you've been, I got, a, I had one other doe. Queen. Yeah, I got, I got two does. One in September, first day opening day, and then I, I, I got another one while we were hoping to see more bucks. I, I had a doe come right downwind at you know another one that couldn't pass up the opportunity and I, I let another arrow fly and watched it die in sight and that was in november nice when we were trying to trying to shoot a buck but oh well i'll take the opportunity Is that those, uh, don't you use like five pound arrows or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i throw anvils i launch anvils out of my bow yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's more like a shot put really yeah <laughs> Shooting cement sticks with, with a razor foot. Like, you know, we talked about like platforms in the tree. His is like a diving board in the tree. You know, he got to really give himself some running room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, case angry bird hunter comes up too. Hey, I will like dive off this board, jackass. Or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, How heavy is your arrows, Greg? Six hundred um, some odd grains. Yeah, six hundred and thirty grains. I did a lot of monkeying around and and. Rather than going back and forth to the bow shop trying to tune the bow to a certain specific arrow, I decided to tune arrows to the bow, which, believe it or not, is possible. I've I've done it, um, and I'm no expert at anything. It's got a lot of time life. on your hands. I just had some time with the whole COVID and working from home, and <laughs> in between tech calls, I had a little bit of time to keep flinging and playing around. So... So I, when the phone rang, that when you shoved going through the brick wall in accident, it might have been. Ah, crap! We gotta grab that shrink. <laughs> <laughs> but no. How, I, how far? Uh, how far you guys gotta drive to where you guys hunt? For me, it's literally I have public land all around me, so I can be hunting in probably ten, fifteen minutes. 
where if I have oh, Eric come out by, nice. yeah, it is. It's very convenient. If I have Eric come out by me, um, I mean, he's, it's a good 25, 30 minutes away just to get to my house. And then from my house, it's, you know, 10 minutes out down the road. So, well, I did find a nice Not little bad. slice. So close you guys to home. actually hunt. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You can hunt the cold front on a Wednesday, lucky bastards. Right. Yeah, right. this guy for sure can, and I, I make a case with my wife. I'm like, I, I watch the weather more than I ever have this season. I think I was at some points way ahead of Greg. I was like, dude, no, no, the wind's going to shift at noon, and this, eh, eh, eh. and I was like, so, calling yeah, so it's, it's either he's calling me constantly or I'm calling him. Hey, what do you think? Can you squeeze out? Well, I don't know. I got to talk to the wife. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I got this call at 2 o'clock. Maybe I, let me see if I can reschedule it. So then I get a you know a text or a phone call back fifteen twenty minutes, dude. We're we're on. Let's do this. So it was like, all right. So I think one day I showed like really earlier, her. like, no, nah, dude, we're good for a while. I was like, what? What? Let's go right now. <laughs> yeah. That's good though. That's good. I mean, you guys had some wild success though. You know, you got a buck down, and Greg put down two nice does. I mean, it's paying off. Keep it up. Yeah, and I've um, I'm working at work. I'm working at another one. So. Um, yeah, how much time you, you got go. left on that one for the season? Thirty uh, first of January here in in our area. So I have a couple of bucks. I'm I've got some pretty good intel on. I'm gonna go after them a few times here, and if I'm not seeing what I like as I'm kind of pursuing that, um, it's gonna be a tap out and go for a dough and get one more for the freezer. It's my wife's orders, so that's awesome. Yeah, you gonna butcher that one yourself? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking that one in. I'll have to come up with a camera for that. Yeah. You can feed me. Feed you. Why not? When I got my buck, I, I texted. All right, I FaceTimed my wife and um, my my daughter. I wanted to, I, to see her reaction, right? So I've told the story like 100 freaking times, but my wife doesn't believe me. I'm like, no, that's a dead deer. I'm staring. I'm standing over it. Like it, this has really happened. She's like, Oh my God. And then I was like, put, put our daughter on the phone. Her name is Logan. I said, put Logan on the phone and yeah. Daddy, did you get it? She's like three ish, right? Yeah. Between three and three and a half. Daddy, did you get a deer? Yep. Yep. I did. You want to see it? Yes. Let me see it. Okay. And when she says yes, she goes, yes, yes. Let me see it. So I flipped the camera over. She goes, Oh my God, it's a buck. Can we eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Best moment ever, man. Standing in the field, FaceTime my daughter. And she's yeah. asking if we can eat the buck I just shot. Well, and it's funny. I think you must have just got off the phone with your family, and you tried FaceTiming me, and I'm on a phone phone call with a with a contractor <sighs> trying to get his problem fixed. I'm like, oh, boy, that's kind of early. It's like 345 or something like that. It was really early. I'm like. It was my wife, my dad, and then you. Yeah. You know, And I'm like. I got, I'll call him back, you know? So I'm on the phone with this guy for like 20 minutes, hang up with him. And I text him at, I actually, while, while I'm talking to this contractor on the phone, I'm texting Eric, what's up, dude, I got one. He sends me a picture. I'm like, no freaking way. I'm like, so as soon as I hang up with, with the contractor, I'm on the phone with Eric and he's telling me all about it. It's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Yeah, man, what was going through your mind the second that arrow came off the string, dude? Did you get to – could you see your arrow go into the deer, or was it kind of dark and you weren't sure? No, I saw it, and I said well, – I I s- No, I said, oh, I saw, shit, yeah. I fucked it up. Because I hit him in, like, 
What I thought was like the back leg. I was like, shit, shit, shit. What happened? I should have stopped him. Like, oh no, blood's flying oh. everywhere. I got a full pass through. And he like takes off barreling through this deadfall. And then he hooks it towards me. He's like, oh, oh. I'm like, what's going on right here? I shot him in the leg. Like, what's going on? And then he like falls over. Like, falls over five feet behind my tree. And I like knock another arrow. I'm freaking out. I'm looking behind him like, okay, I'm going to have to try to find a window to shoot him in because he's probably just bending down real quick to figure out what the fuck happened. I'm like, there's no way this deer is going to die. So I'm like trying to get another arrow. I'm trying, and all of a sudden I hear, Aah! and I see like one final kick. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Now, mind you, I'm one stick high, right? I'm not he even He is like, the okayest hunter for a reason, folks. It was not, I was like, this is not good. This is not good. I finally shot, you know, I'm like going to miss another freaking deer. I wounded the animal. I'm starting to feel terrible. So I'm one stick high, and I'm like, okay, it's been like a minute. This thing hasn't fucking moved. So I, I jump down. From the stand, literally jump off, grab my arrow, who I, like I set it down in like the you know the tree stand holder thing, and and I like slowly Ambo. creep up on there with my arrow, like I'm ready to go, you know, and I'm like, I think he's fucking dead. I'm like, how the hell did he die? Like, what happened? What happened? You know, my dad's like, you probably hit him in the femoral artery. I'm like, yeah, okay, dad. I don't know what that means, but oh, sure. The back there, yeah. And that's yeah, what it was. It was. I so- severed the shit out of it. Yeah, and he went like. Didn't go 20, and he died right by me. Like, I didn't have to walk more than five feet almost. He's, like, right there. Yeah, I booked it over here and, and grabbed the camera and helped take some pictures and stuff. And you're like, yeah, let's let's pull uh, let's pull the back straps out of this thing. No, no, you, you don't want to pull the back straps. we got to pull the inner lines. Well, whatever. <laughs> so I look in there, and, like, the one side is, like, completely severed in half. I'm like, I wonder why this wow. guy died so quick. You know, you, you hit the femoral artery. Well, what the fuck is that? I said, you see that thing? It's bigger than a freaking, uh, it's a bigger than a straw. That that artery is huge. Yeah, I said, he huge. just dumped everything. Well, yeah, he had blood all over inside of him. So, well, that's why. You cut, you cut, like. It's sprayed everywhere, too. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. went, I, like, reverse engineered. I tried to find my arrow. I couldn't. I'll try to find it this spring. But, and I walked back from where I yeah. killed him to try to, like, what happened, you know, and. Whatever it was, what yeah. it was, he he died, and he died quickly. So it ended up being ethical, even though I totally botched the shot like an idiot because I was trying to shoot through a freaking branch and took out his inner loins. I was, I was in no the reason stand for to live twenty eight minutes, and then this thing comes walking by. I was still sweating. I'm barely set up. It just happened quick. Sweating like a child. Oh wow, that's yeah, that is good. And yeah, it's kind of bittersweet. You know, you practice all year to make a good shot, but you know, he died quick, so. Yeah. Just, you know, be thankful. I guess so, that's it. Like, yeah. My, you guys, uh, you, you take the heart with you? You guys eat the heart ever? I do. Um, I'll take it and actually carve it up and, and cook it right away. I try to clean it up real nice. I've I've cut it a couple different ways, but there's one way I like to cut it, and it's actually like kind of dissecting it by muscle group almost, and then kind of hammering yeah. it out and then putting it on cast iron. It seems to taste good, but... I'd like to try it on the grill. The grill would be, I think, a little bit better. But it's, Ooh. it's a, you know, it's lean. It's so dang lean, and it's kind of, there's a lot of iron flavor to it. Now, a lot, yeah. It, well, for good reason. We usually reason. boil it. Oh, do you? We'll, yeah, we'll boil it for about a half hour. That helps get some of the blood out, and then we'll just kind of carve it up like you did in the pan with butter and maybe onion or whatever seasoning you want, floury. Garlic sure. powder and then just you know thirty seconds on the side and have at it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what I'll do. Boil it, but uh, don't do it. Yeah. Make sure there's no uh, 
if your lady friends are around and they have a weak stomach, don't boil it in the house. It's like these green bubbles coming up. And it, <laughs> oh, that's the prettiest thing. To well, never mind. It's a science yeah. experiment. Don't look. <laughs> that's funny. The heart. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's my fit. I think it's, it's probably one of my top moments of any hunting season ever is just like eating the heart afterwards is so nice just like putting it on the table we have it all uh cut up and we just eat it you know with a fork it's <laughs> like yeah. ah and all this hard work for this yeah and it just tastes so good so juicy crack some beers yeah sit back in your chair and like wow this is the fucking life nine <laughs> you don't man. hunt you're a loser no. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's I the truth love eating the heart. it's the truth what is it what do you do like Save the season. go ahead go ahead like, are there other recipes that you do, or? Fuck, I do everything. Well, this year we didn't boil it. The first year we did. Yeah. So, but but other than not boiling it this year, everything was the same. We haven't tried anything else really that was different. Um, but it's definitely something that we should look into for next year because you know sure. we're gonna smoke like yeah. nine deer. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're both gonna tag out on some huge bucks. I think. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like the clown put my makeup on telling myself next year is going to be different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny the saying. The clown putting his makeup I, on. <laughs> next year's going to be different. I <laughs> really like... Yeah. <laughs> I really like making uh, quesadillas. So you just mm. get just like whatever steak you got. You can whatever use the tenderloins yep. or the you know, backtrack, whatever. But I just use the generic meat. I cut it up pretty thin. Cook it. Put a tortilla down with cheese, put the cooked steak on it, put more cheese on it, of course, and then slap on the last, uh, the topping tortilla, and then just have it sit in butter in the pan, flip it, and that is money. That is a nice, tasty treat. That sounds good. I always seem to overcook venison. Like, no matter how much I try not to, I always like, no, it should just be like a second longer. But then it, you just kill the flavor. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is, with venison, is like when you look at it, it looks done, pull it right away because it's still going to continue to cook mm-hmm. internally right after you pull it off. Like you're supposed to let the stuff rest for a few minutes, you know, up to five minutes. It's right. still still cooking inside. So if you take it right out of the pan, which we're all I gave up on the grill. Did you really? I don't do the grill anymore. I just, I get the pan hot as it can get. Sear it. And then I toss some butter in there yep. and then you know i cut my steak maybe like half inch they're small you know like the size of your palm sure butterfly and i just toss them on 30 seconds one side 30 seconds the other smoke alarms going off i don't care it's just it <laughs> it's just oil really it's good. fine it's a little bit charred and it's red in the middle yep i like it that way so, so wait, and sorry, when you're sorry, doing seconds, and when you're doing steaks like when you're doing steaks like that that's that's okay that's fine how long on each side 30 seconds a minute that's it if he's got it smoking hot yeah. and like just, literally to the point where the the oil is at like burning point, yeah, it, what, it's what, it's exactly. that quick. And what oil do you recommend? You mean like vegetable oil, like olive oil, avocado oil? Like what has a higher? Was it called a olive sear oil. point? Uh, so olive oil. I'm just going to tell oil you this water. right now. If you're doing olive, olive oil, oil, if you're doing olive oil in the pan as like a frying oil, you're already getting it too hot. Because that stuff's got a high smoke, or it's got a very low smoke point. So if you're going to do high-temp right. cooking, use avocado oil or vegetable oil. It's way better. 
Ooh. And better how yep. or why? What do you mean? Because it has a higher smoke point. So what's the difference then? It's just not going to start fucking burning out. When, when, when you, when you, well, yeah. One, you're not setting off the smoke alarm, pissing the old. You hear that, Ryan? Off. Two, when you when you burn olive oil, it it gets a really off flavor, mm. and some people's digestive system doesn't like it too much. Hmm. It's just the way it is. What about butter? Butter, butter also is another yeah, one that that stuff will smoke up real quick. Yeah, I did that. So I made that mistake when I cooked up some venison a week ago, and you know, and I put the butter on after the pan was hot, so it turned brown and disgusting. Like immediately, I was like well, this yep. isn't going to go well already. Yeah, I'm already, I've already shit the bed here. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do it to give it a little butter flavor, you almost <laughs> got to get you know your either your avocado or your your vegetable oil hot first. Throw your throw your steak in there, and if you want to add that butter in there for flavor, then throw it in there because then you've taken that steak has taken and taken that pan temperature down a little bit, so you're not at the the, the burning point, or at least you're not as close to the burning point anymore. And then you can throw that butter in there, and then then you'll get the flavor out of the butter, and you maybe not taste the oil as much, and and go with it from there. Yeah, you're like a but, freaking scientist, Craig. I need to have someone over my shoulder for these first couple of things that I try to do. So Christ, I, like, I got to supervise how to cook. And medicine. then I'm good. Do and then this, I'm good. Don't do that. Well, you're damn right. You know? And with the grill, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> Steaks, when they're half inch thick, they're going to go quick. You might as well throw lighter fluid on the fire. They, they go fast. If you're going to do the grill, what I've been doing. I see I've you been, moving stuff around. You got coals on one side, well, steaks on the other. You look at what I'm cooking. It's a hind quarter, it's a top round or a bottom round roast, or it's a whole chunk. It's a half of a back strap. It's not little butterfly chops. If you're going to do butterfly chops, I mean, you, it's got to be real quick. Get the grill hot, get get the smoke rolling. It's not something, yeah, it's not something you try to keep on there for a long period of time. Where if I'm doing right. a roast or a back strap, I get the coals hot, keep them on one side of the grill. I indirect cook. So I'll put a sear on it real fast on the piece of meat, and then I'll pull it off mm-hmm. off to the side and let it cook and usually get it to about 150 in the middle, and that's where it's like medium rare, medium-ish. Mm-hmm. Further past you get yeah. past 150, the more <clears throat> down it gets. So thermometer helps, but throw your wet chunk of wood on there if you want a little smoke. Um, Ooh, hickory. Hickory's real nice. Wet, wet wood. Even, yeah, you got to wet the wood, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you want smoke? Right. You got to wet the right wood. On the right on the table. Drop That's right. There. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. One thing you guys got to try too is um, I like just rolling it in uh, batter and then just putting some extra olive oil in the pan and then kind of like frying it like a, like a mini deep fry. Yep. And that comes out really good. It's crispy on the outside and then really tender in the middle. Sure. And that, for somebody that may not want venison that much or doesn't care for the taste, that's something that I found they always like. Chick, I call it chicken fried venison. Mm-hmm. So I do something similar, Ooh, but I don't money. use I don't use olive oil. I'll use either avocado or or uh, use uh, vegetable oil. Get it up to about three twenty five ish. Get about a half an inch in a cast iron skillet in the bottom. Get it up to about three twenty three twenty five. Get it, you can start to see it roll a little bit. It's hot enough. If you let it go any longer, it's going to start smoking. It'll give it everything an off taste. Have everything ready. So I just did yep. it the other night. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you know, put it out for the gram to see on the world. But Ramsey over here. That's awesome. it, uh, 
I did, I took the inner loins, cut them up in little doubloons and uh, hit them. I, all I had was buttermilk. I didn't have any, uh, I didn't have any egg in the house. So I just worked with what I had, dipped it in the buttermilk and then I had panko and then I seasoned it up with garlic powder, uh, onion powder, season, uh, I didn't use seasoned salt. I used regular salt and then some uh, cracked black pepper. I just ground a bunch of black pepper in there, peppered the shit out of it, mixed it all up. And then I think I threw some flour in there too. So I had some big chunks and some smaller pieces. The big chunks gave it that nice crispy. The flour helped kind of coat it and hold it together a little better. So it went into the buttermilk, onto the plate with all this breading that was all seasoned and into the pan of hot oil. I mean, I don't think those little pieces were in there much more than a couple minutes and a couple of them I got overdone, but I still ate them anyway because I'm not letting it go to waste. It's a lot of work goes into yeah. killing that thing. Yeah. So I... Uh, Man, you should write a book. This is impressive. <laughs> Meat eater I got need, shit I need on Greg Tubbs. Over and take more notes. Hold on. Give me a second. All right. <laughs> I'll send you a recipe. How's that sound? We're BFFs now, so we're good. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners hey, just uh, commented, uh, Alex Plew said, Jack and... Sleaze, uh, blue bag fish batter is really good for frying deer. Blue bag fish batter. So I, I'm not familiar with that brand, but we got shore launch. There's a lot of things you can use. Sure. But panko is nice because it doesn't have any seasoning if you don't like a lot what of seasoning. What did you say you cut into? Balloons? Mm-hmm. You're saying shit so fast over here. Blue bag? Yeah. What did you say? Did you have too much whiskey that no, you no, you're no comprende? No, a different language for me, bro. <laughs> Sprechen drinking over there, Greg? <laughs> he, he's drinking a lot. I'm like no, tuned I'm in. Eric. I heard balloon too. You got my Dude. full undivided <laughs> attention. I just don't know what the hell you said. How many blue beers balls? you had? Maybe it's the other way around. I, I cut them into blue so. balls and then the balloons float away and I <laughs> couldn't find maybe my oatmeal. Yeah, maybe we had too much whiskey. <laughs> take, the blue, take the blue balls in your bag and then you Yeah, put your blue balls in your bag. Put it on the Plano and then you play Planko and you're good to go. Price is right, bitch. In the Plano? Really? You're going fishing too while yeah. you're at it? Oh, yes. <laughs> I I use the fish batter before too. I don't know if I'll get the name right, but I think it's called Zatarins or Zatarins. I think it's Zatarins. Yep. And um, Zanzibar. Yeah, uh, pretty solid. Was pretty, it really? Yeah, a little spicy, a little Cajun flavor with the veni. Oh yeah, now we're talking. I could see that Not working real nice way. in a pinch. It's real easy. Got to get a little honey with the veni. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore, guys. Oh shit! Holy crap! <laughs> yes, it's Tacos, all right. I'll be the guy everyone laughs at. It's okay, Joe's. guys. Sloppy Joes are good. Fajitas, you can't oh, beat fajitas, a venice. dude. Venison fajitas easy. are the best. So the steaks I cooked that I botched, we turned into fajitas. Yeah, I was like, well, we're not having steak tonight, but we'll have fajita tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you just throw them in the marinade. Put a little. I mean, you could throw a bottle of beer in there in the slow cooker, yeah. and that'll all. Even if the yeah. meat's a little tough at that point, if you slice it thin enough, it'll kind of. Yeah, a bottle of beer. Now I'm thirsty. So, yeah. cheers to beers and deers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, now you have an excuse to hunt more because you need to kill more deer so you can learn how to cook better. Hey, I, did, I got two deer this year. I'm I'm sitting all right just at the moment, and I got a new chest freezer this year because when COVID struck, my freezer broke. So and my fridge. I'm in a pretty good spot. I'm in my what happy place, fellas. You got? you got that nice buck. Yeah, I got a doe with my gun. Season? Yeah. Oh, yep. dude, I was watching your store. You guys just slamming deer left and right. It was a lot. Yeah. Opener, it was, was probably like, confusing. Actually, I was like, they probably so think this is my deer, but this is Mike's deer. Yeah. And then my buddy Clay got a buck, like a nice buck, especially for where we hunt. Like, that's not yeah. happened yet there. Uh, shit, I think my dad got one. Joel, my buddy Joel got one. I don't know. We all got, a lot of people got deer. 
There's a lot. I mean, there's that's awesome. There's six of us. Is where to hunt on YouTube with uh, these uh, clips? Mm, we're on YouTube. The only thing that goes there is like these live broadcasts like this, and a couple other odds. Okay. And then they'll, so I'll maybe maybe if you see all my debauchery on camera, it'll probably go there instead <laughs> of my own. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Do it. All right. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Our little YouTube. Our little YouTube channel. I think. Whitetail Coffin Club. Yeah, baby. I've got a sticker on the back of my truck for it. It's just like a, like 10 subscribers, but, you know, it's more just like the memories, you know. Like, it's you're out there, you're putting the work in. Not only hunting, but you're doing the video. You know, you got the footage. Put it out there, you know. It's, it's yours. Be proud of it. Don't don't be scared, Greg. Do it. Don't be scared. I don't do Dude, I bring my GoPro, but, like, shit Crazy. just doesn't work, man. And then I brought, like, a D. I'm like, nap. Nah, Operator nah, nah. error. That's I what just, I'm going to call it. I don't Operator errors. You're less than OKS when it comes to running a camera. Here's what I'm seeing right now. You know, oh. Greg gives Ryan advice, you know, some some comfort to hunt in the late <laughs> season, and Ryan does it, and he reaps his and he reaps what he sows. But Greg isn't. He's hesitant on taking Ryan's advice, and that's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good narrative. Uh, Ryan, you're welcome. Well, a little. <laughs> A little, yeah, a little backstory on that. I uh, I messaged Greg. I was going up for a late season hunt. I said, "Where should I hunt? Option A or option B?" And he chose option A. And I was like, "Good," because that's what I was thinking. Went out there in the morning, had a, a decent deer walk by me. I got the gun on him, and it's like a three, four inch spike. Shit, I'm looking for a doe. See about ten does too far off, too thick. So I said, "Okay, Greg, plan work just didn't work out." So we go to plan B at night and. Hour and a half later, got one on the ground. So Greg knows what he's talking about. It's funny when he, when he speaks. Open your ears up. He knows what he's talking about. He goes. He goes and messages me. I'm like, why the hell is he messaging me for this information? Well, <laughs> this is what I would do. I'm okay at this. I can handle it. I was looking for the affirmation to be like, "Yep, you're doing it right." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, I need somebody to talk to about." You, you already had yeah. a plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who can I talk to that's going to tell me I'm doing it right? Great, he will tell me. I know. He loves to if you want that, you'll you can he talk to me, and I'll great. say, "Dude, I do not know." <laughs> no, all kidding aside, I mean, yeah, we're going back paragraphs, paragraphs, yo, writing paragraphs to each other, and we are. <laughs> My wife is like, who are you texting? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's a friend. <laughs> well, who's this friend? Oh, it's Ryan. Ryan who? You know, like five Ryans. I'm like, yeah. Well, which one? Like, it's Ryan from Michigan. I don't know who that is. Do you have a girlfriend? Well, his name is Ryan, and he wears khakis. So <laughs> he's from State Farm. He's from State Farm. I don't know. <laughs> My wife does that. Who are you talking to? I'm like, yeah, right. honey, I can't even, like, I don't know. In the internet. I'm talking it's to the Ryan internet. It's Ryan from Deers and Beers. He's got a mustache. You know My wife's got quite the memory. She fucking knows. Just, I'll say Ryan from Deers and Beers once, and she fucking, she's like, oh, are you talking about, how do you? The people that I know because of doing this that Steel I talk trap. to on a regular basis, she's got on lock. Unlock. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't even remember. Dude, this camera tonight. Even... Oh my god. It stopped working like a thousand times. It's getting worse. I, think I didn't you... even tell my wife about this Deers and Beers page for like a whole year. All she did was make fun of me for about six months. <laughs> My wife still does that. She said, people listen to your show. She, she was kind of into it. She, I think she's probably watching right now once she puts the kids to bed. I don't know. 
I can, I know how this goes. Like you probably put the phone on the nightstand and all of a sudden all, all hours of the night is blowing up and glowing. And she's like, who the hell's calling you? Who's messaging you? What are you doing? Yeah. Do you have a girlfriend? Ryan logs off. Ryan logs off at a certain point and then that's (laughs) when I have to pick up the slack. (laughs) Well, the only reason my, the only reason my wife's watching tonight is because she knows when it's going to end and then she'll be texting me. Okay. It's over when you're coming home. (laughs) (laughs) Mine does. Dude, the way that you guys do your handoff stuff is awesome. We totally stole that page out of your book where it's like you guys go tit for tat back and forth on your own page. Brilliant. Correct. We got to do with that. We got to do that shit. It's fucking great. And then we start doing with everybody else. (laughs) We felt like that would help others understand us better. (laughs) Oh, I think it worked out great. That's kind of thing when we first, like the first year, I was just kind of like going through our page and I was like, what the hell is all this random bullshit? Like, there's not one picture of us. It's just a bunch of stupid memes, some old photos. I was like, we need to, to, Put a face to the face, have a little interaction. I mean, it was kind of designed in the first place to not really have our faces out there, at least mine or our names. And, you know, I kind of like to keep it that way a little bit. But, sure, you know, eventually if you want to have interaction with people, you need to have your face out there and have some type of banter back and forth with them. So I make fun of Kyle as many chances as I can <laughs> take advantage of. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> It works so well. But the joke's on you because he's younger, so his life's better. Yeah. He's Bingo. Yeah, I, have, I haven't hit the uh, stage where I just want to fucking go out and hunt and get away from my yeah. wife. Uh, you're what we like to call OFP, own effing program. Enjoy that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came in, you come up this weekend, ah, there's this really fun party, and the girl kind of wants me to show up. Come I was on. like, no, that hasn't happened yet. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Time machine. Oh, actually, actually, it went a, it went a little bit like this. Hey, I'm going up uh, after Christmas for the uh, late dose season. Oh, I, you know, I can't go up. I gotta be with the uh, with the kids and the <laughs> wife for Christmas shenanigans. Uh, all right, well, I guess I'll go by myself. <sighs> and then I ended up going like midweek when he couldn't go. Yeah. Well, I didn't go because I was going to be by myself and Ryan wasn't going to go with me. And I said, oh, well, I guess I won't go. And then Ryan just goes up on a Tuesday when I'm working. PTO, cash it in and hunt, baby. That's what it's all about. There you go. Yeah. So I you don't use it, you lose it. Is it true? That's if right. you don't you know use that? it, yeah. you lose it? It's on me for sure. <laughs> and it's a lesson learned. <laughs> Good shit. Hey, guys, thanks for coming on the show with us tonight. We'll uh, We'll wrap up, but, like, just to be clear... How do people find the page, both the YouTube page, the, the Coffin Club, and also, like, the Deers and Beers? Like, how do you spell it out? So, for the Instagram, it's at Deers underscore N underscore Beers. Um, and then for the YouTube page, it's just Whitetail Coffin Club. Cool. Sweet. That's it. You got that, everybody? Yeah, look Go for check the one that has the few subscribers. That'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> and don't subscribe. Keep it that way. <laughs> oh, yep. Just want to kind of, too, put out there, like, I know the name kind of implies, like, drink and go hunt. We do not drink and hunt. I'm totally against that. It's not safe. And if an accident were to happen, that's not what I want to have 
you know, in, in the background looming, oh, this guy got wasted and went hunting. I'm totally against that. So is Kyle. We're all about having a couple of beers after the hunt, especially if you get one. That's what we're all about. Have some beers with the buddies. Celebratory beer. Celebratory beer, deer camp style. Thanks for clarifying, guys. <laughs> absolutely. It's awesome. Because, you know, yeah, absolutely. you always yeah. see some sign, like, on a freezer at the grocery store that says, this is not an exit, and, like, the milk section. You're like, what the fuck? That means someone tried to do it. You know, like, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so you got to tell yep. people. Otherwise, they'll do dumb oh. shit, like walk out of the milk carton fucking section at the grocery store. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, like, we, uh, there'll be a sign really on the toilet, this is not a bubbler or a water fountain. Even, um, yeah. We appreciate you guys' page. We love it. We follow it. Big fans. Well, <laughs> appreciate that. Likewise. It's awesome. Well, I'm going to end the live recording. Everybody that's tuned in live, thanks for jumping on here. This will be in podcast land tonight, and you can uh, either double dip and hear it again or, you know, whatever you want to do. It'll be on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, everyone? Anthony Heller with DeerVane here, and this week's tip of the week revolves around finding a place to hunt. So as we wind down deer season and some counties are up, some counties are still rolling, there is plenty of time in the next couple months to really get out, go look for new pieces of public land to hunt, maybe knock on some doors, ask for shed hunting permission. You know, small permissions can a lot of times lead to bigger permissions. So shed hunting, squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, um, even uh, like predator hunting, coyotes for farmers that have livestock or chickens and whatnot. So you can definitely get out, get those permissions. But then also, you know, if, if the piece of public you were hunting this year didn't turn out so great or there was a lot of pressure or unexpected issues, you know, there's these next few months, there is tons of sign on the ground. There is very, very few people out there. So if you do have trail cameras on public land, a lot of times they will not get stolen. It's very unlikely because there's just far fewer people. Um, And there's just a lot of time to go looking and trying to find those new pieces to hunt so that next year you can be a little bit more uh, prepared if there is any sort of adverse outcomes or or any sort of issues going on with, with your current hunting situation. All right. Hope it helps, guys. Shout out to Anthony Heller with DeerVane for uh, joining us again in 2021 here. Uh, head on over to DeerVane.com. Subscribe to Anthony's YouTube channel. Follow him on Instagram. He's got some really good content. This tip is just the tip of the iceberg for him. He does a lot of good stuff. Uh, big shout out to Deers and Beers for being on the show tonight. Thanks a bunch, guys. Hopefully you didn't polish a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, but it was a ton of fun. A good kickback, uh, kick your feet up, crack a beer kind of episode. Nice to just kind of, you know, loosen the, the, the tie or whatever and, and have fun. Uh, shooting the breeze. Uh, for the giveaway that we did last week, I got most of the people I reached out to. So if I haven't gotten to yet, uh, it's been a busy week and I will get to it very, very soon. Tomorrow is Wednesday. So hopefully I'll have a minute to do that and uh, wrap up some of those things. So thanks for participating there. If you want to learn more about the giveaway, it's pretty simple. Go to wheretohuntapp.com and go to the giveaways page. Five bucks a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon account and uh, 
Yeah, we're already talking about our next giveaway, so that's good. We're also talking about our elk hunting trip. If anyone has any tips, tricks, or uh, insight on how to go about preparing for your first ever out-of-state, first ever elk hunt in September for bow hunting elk, Greg and I are uh, honing in on a couple of units. We're looking at a couple of campgrounds. We're going to start to uh, unpack this whole thing and make it a reality, so uh, looking forward to that as well. <clears throat> we move the show now, by the way, to at least a live broadcast to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, I had a bunch of camera, you know, technical difficulties on tonight's episode. Not sure what that's all about. I'll try to get that fixed and uh, whatever. I do have some things we're going to be trying to launch for the live broadcast this quarter. I'll see how fast I can work through some of the technical learnings, but we want to try to bring people in via video also. So calls, video drop-ins, that kind of stuff. And uh, it should be neat. Hopefully we don't get a bunch of goofballs doing weird stuff like we did initially when we started the call-in show. But, um, you know, this is your show. We'd love to hear from you. This is everyone's show. We we do like to call it the comments, but sometimes it's hard to interrupt the conversation and to mention a comment. So we feel bad if we don't get you or mention you. But if you call in, we'll pick it up and we'll talk to you. So not everyone's in a good position uh, to make a call if they got kids or whatever they're doing. But just want to mention that. Uh, that's, I think, all I got for announcements this week. Nothing too crazy. Thanks for your ratings and reviews. Send those through. And uh, I don't know, have a great day. Have a great week and hunt public.